I just want to know how to turn off autocomplete when I type in my password. Yes, yes. <laughs> I understand your frustration. <laughs> Did you unplug your computer, ma'am? No. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I am sorry, I've only been working here a short distance. <laughs> how was the weather in Biloxi? <laughs> how the hell should I know? I live in Cleveland. I understand your frustration. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Yes, Mr. Number One, how are you doing? Excellent, and welcome to episode 17, Insurrection. Star Trek, my favorite thing of all time, except for when I'm um, Professor X, and that'll be later on, maybe. Professor X, Xavier, yes. Yes, well, Insurrection, which one? Okay, that's not the Borg one, right? That's no, it the is one not. after this the Borg. Is, okay. The one after the Borg, this is Paradise, where they find Paradise. Find, no, wait a minute. No, that was Generations. They find the no, Nexus. No, they find Paradise. So this where, the, the same thing? No, it's totally different, totally different. They totally find this. Okay. There's a mineral on this planet that, you know, that stops aging and helps human beings last longer, and they all want it, and that's where they're fighting over. Oh. Good okay. stuff. All right. Never seen it. Okay, great. Great. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Way to work for the podcast, guys. Boys and girls. So how is everyone doing? Everyone? Everyone out in podcast world. I don't know. We'd have to ask them. Well, I, we, well I'm asking. Please tell us. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, too. <laughs> that was bizarre. Okay, after that, uh, I almost prefer the uh, number two on my face introduction after that. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that didn't sound right. No, that didn't sound no, right at all. No, Okay, that. let's let's bring it to uh, back to pinball here. I got a full dock and a crap to talk about. Oh, An boy. action-packed episode. Yes, yes, we do. So why don't you start? You, what do you want to talk about first? Pinberg announced the dates today. Okay, and they are? July 27th through the 30th of 2017. But the more important thing is, when do the tickets go on sale? December 3rd. So everyone will be sitting at their computers. I think December 3rd this year is... Probably a Sunday. I think it's a... Well, it's a Saturday. Okay. Well, what is the... uh, Did they give a time yet? Not yet. I haven't seen one yet as of uh, 8.30 Easterns. So... Big news. Big news on that. Okay. Uh, another base of uh, news. Stern's reward program, the eligible game list for IFPA players, has been expanded. Okay. What what exactly does that mean? What What is the Stern rewards program? For... Oh, God. You're going to make me read a yeah, whole thing? Yeah. Well, I have no idea what it is. You don't know what it is? Wow. I'm fail. Nope. Okay. If you're a, of the IFPA, there's one of three ways to qualify for Stern's reward program one is to be the ifpa announced player of the month that player is the one who's earned the most uh, whopper points for that month okay number two is being one of the three biggest movers for a month so these players are who moved up the most positions in the world pinball the biggest movers for any for any given month so the players who have taken the biggest dump yes okay i do it all the time 
He should be like permanent champion or something. I am. We'll talk about that a little later on. Oh, great. <laughs> and number three, we both are eligible for this part. Be the top 1,000 in the world Whopper rankings. Okay. At the end of each calendar year. You and myself both are, plus a couple of our fans. So you get a cheaper price on a pinball machine. You have to talk to a uh, IFPA. They send you to a distributor that they deal with, and you get a cheaper price for the games. Now, a couple of weeks ago, the games were less than what they are now, as in not price-wise, but as eligible games. Well, they've expanded the list now, where the games that are, are available for this, for the one of those three qualifying uh, setups is uh, Kiss Pro, okay, Kiss Premium, The Walking Dead Pro. Now I know you're gonna be interested in this one, WWE Pro. I know you are. Okay, I'm really interested. Well, you know, brother, I can't wait to get that one, dude. Yeah, uh, Metallica Pro, Game of Thrones Pro, or Game of Thrones Premium. Game of Thrones. It would be. So, so, so you get it cheaper because you're good at pinball. Is that the yes, idea? And, okay. Yes, and to reward people who, you know, play more and everything like that, who are playing pinball. So, so this is different than the Stern Army. Yes, this is totally different okay. than the Stern Army. This program has been around for years, but with the this is the game of list that is out now. So it's actually it helps Stern move some pinball machines, and it gives the players who play more more chances to. Uh, by pinball machines, which is nice. Very nice, very nice. News, uh, a couple more things. I just showed Ron this, and Ron was actually kind of surprised by uh, this piece of article on Facebook, Stern's Facebook page. I wasn't necessarily surprised. <laughs> I just well, was surprised I hadn't heard about it yet. Yes, I was surprised there hasn't been a firestorm about it lately either. It's with the, uh, the company that's running the thing we were critical about last week of the Coffee Table Pinball Book announced that there are, there's going to be another 100 LE games. That's all they state on Stern's Facebook page. Okay, okay. this this is for the, the Batman. I'm assuming, I have to assume, they don't say it, but it's the only pinball machine. They didn't say it, but the only pinball machine that they have not made LEs for. So I think Stern needs to understand the meaning of the word limited edition. Yeah, I totally agree. See, limited edition means they only make so many. It doesn't mean you have so many, you sell out and then say, okay, let's make some more. You see, that's that's a premium. Yeah. You see, not not an LE. I think they heard, you know, that Jack was going to make so many LEs that maybe they thought, hey, we could maybe get away with 100. I don't know what the thought process is behind it, but. I don't know if it's now 240 to 340. I can't find anything else except for on Stern's Facebook page from the company that's making this coffee book stating that there's 100 more LEs out there. So so there was originally 30 super LEs, and then that mysteriously became 80. And I think the first time that came out, there was an interview with Gary Stern where he just said 80. Yep. And people were like, oh, he must have misspoke. Then it was 240 LEs, which all sold out. Yep. And now I see that there's possibly another hundred of LEs, which would only be this one, unless it's Ghostbusters, which they're still making a couple left, but I can't see them pissing off even more at their clients. Oh, maybe we can. Oh, well. So it has to be. <laughs> it has to be Batman. It really does. So 
Now there's 340 being made. Uh, I don't understand it. Uh, I hope we get an answer from somebody with the no. I put my feeler out and I got nothing back this time. So that was kind of weird also. I never get nothing. He was the person when I left the voicemail. All I got was a text back saying, really? And then I pointed to the, I typed in the link, you know, I copied and pasted the link and sent it to him and never heard anything back. So that was. Do, do, do you ever get the feeling executive management really isn't in communication with the, the manufacturing side? I don't know. It just, it just was like, really? So that was a big piece of news. I was really surprised about that. And as I also said, I didn't see many people talking about it. Oh, one more side note on Stern Pinball, and it was kind of funny. Uh, my wife is in accounting. She's actually uh, has her degree in accounting and everything like that. And Stern also posted that they're looking for an accounts payable and accounts receivable person for working at Stern Pinball. All right. So I told her, you know, she should definitely try to do that. And she said, are we moving to Chicago? I would definitely move for that. That'd be a cool gig to have my wife saying, you know, I work for Stern Pinball. That'd be kind of cool. Then you'd be in the middle of like the, one of the biggest pinball scenes there is. Yeah, I, well, I would be. Yes, you would. But I would, but I would miss my buddy. Oh, my brother. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd be visiting him at Expo, and that'd be it. Yeah, you would have free room and board there. Well, that's true. That's true. Wouldn't have to stay <laughs> at the uh, ridiculously overpriced Weston. Yes, you would not have to. And there's one more piece of news, but I'm going to let Ron lead with this piece of news because I have not actually been able to read all. I've only been able to read some of the comments. I'm going to let Ron take this last piece of news that I have. He knows what I'm talking about. So, Ron, take it over. Take it over. Okay. I was on Facebook and saw a um, post from John and Brett Brett Plogel. Help me. (laughs) Yes. Big John. We'll just call him Big John. Uh, He's He's the one that's actually playing fishtails in the water. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch any of the pop up videos, you'll know Big John. Uh, he he posted this because it, it was on Papa's site, and he, he posted, like, I don't really know how I feel about this, but and then it was just a link. So I clicked on it, and I'm like, I wonder what he's talking about. And Papa 20, which will be April, it'll start, yeah, April 5th through the 9th, 2017, will be Papa, the World Championships, like it is every year, except it's not like it is every year. There are some big changes that have occurred. How big are they? Yes, to me, there's two major changes. I'll get. Uh, let's get with the the little changes first that mean really nothing. Well, one that will piss my dad off, but he said he was retired from tournament play, so I don't even know if he's going to Papa. Hopefully, we can get him there. Uh, due to reduced demand, no shuttle will be provided for Papa Twenty. Ooh. So. He always liked that because he never stayed as late as me, and he'd just take the shuttle back. But, oh, well. Okay, so now the next story. Let's go on to the next story. Yeah, the next story. (laughs) All right. The big change is the format, which the format was generally known as the Papa format, which was a – One of the few places that did it. Yes. I think them and I think the Pittsburgh Pinball Open does it. And actually, back in the day, Allentown did it back in the day. And I think Florida, I think Florida, one of the one of the people down in Florida said they did it also. Okay. If I remember seeing that. Let's explain the, the, the PAPA format. The PAPA format is most, you just, just take your A bank. We'll just, we'll just do A. 
a typical A bank, you would have I would, about how many games, would you say? 12. 12. So you have 12 games. You buy a entry, which was like $25, I think. Yes, this year was $25. $25. And you get to play is it five games? Yes, you had to play five. Play five games. And the way it worked is you were judged based upon your entry, like the entire set of games as, as one entry. So consistency was key. You'd be better off being saying have the 10th highest score on five games than having the high score on two and then bombing out on the other three. Which is me. It, it rewarded consistency. It was probably the, the, the toughest qualifying format that you'll find. Very frustrating. Very, but, very frustrating. But, but when you did qualify, but when you did qualify, very satisfying. Yes, I only qualified once in like, I don't know, 10 years that I did it. Qualified once in B. It was wonderful. It's awesome. Um, so that, that was the big deal. And it's changed for all divisions. They're going to add, oh, I, okay, <laughs> maybe I should say what they changed it to. Yes. What it's going to change to is your classic they call it herb style, whatever. You, it's a pump and pump dump. Pump and dump. It's pump and dump, which if you don't know what that is, it's it's basically you have a bank Almost of... Almost every other tournament. Yeah. You have a bank of, say, what, 12 games. And I think they're doing the... Was it six? I think it was six. Yeah. So there's 12 games, and you, you can play all of them. It, it really doesn't matter, but the, the key is it's your top six games. So you got to play at least six. And it's just whatever your score is on that game, you have a rank. So technically, the most points you could have, if you were first place in all six games, it'd be 100 points per, and you'd be 600. You have 600 points. So that's the way it works. It takes away a lot of the nuance of the, the full entry, like like trying to play in the Papa style. You could play entries that the only reason you're playing is to try to knock other people down, to try to preserve your spot, which I thought was cool. This is more like you're just trying to get the highest score you can on every game. So you pick a game, like, I know I can blow up this game, and you just keep playing until you blow it up. Then you go to the next one, and you go to the next one. So it, it promotes people spending a lot of money. That's why it's called pumping and dumping. Which we've talked about a lot. Yes. And it's unlimited. There's no limit. You can play. It's waste as much money as you want. And that's the, the, the big change. And they, the pricing, the uh, prize package has gone down. Instead of like the usual 10 grand to win A division, it's like 7 grand now. The, the prices to get to actually do an attempt have, have gone up in that the prices are basically for A division, we'll do A again, $5 per attempt or three attempts for $12. So since you need at least six games, that means you're going to spend a minimum of $24, which for A division, if you qualified with one set, <laughs> we just played six games, you actually save money in theory. In for, theory. For, for A. Uh, for B, it actually kind of went up. It's $4 per attempt and then three attempts for 10 bucks. So you're going to spend at least 20 bucks when before it was 15. I think C division stayed the same. D division is like $1 per attempt. So you could just D D is where to go, man. You you can twenty attempts for twenty bucks. Boom. Uh, classics they changed. I believe they're going to expand the amount of games. I don't remember what it was. It was like like twelve to sixteen or something. 
and it's going to be your best four scores, or best four games for classics, which classics is always mobbed, so that'll, that'll be interesting. I see a situation where, sure, they'll add more games, but people will realize there'll be, like, I don't know, five or six games that are the ones that are giving up the biggest scores, and they'll all play those and end up huge queue queue lines for those. That's what my yeah. guess. That's what always happens with that. It sounds good when you we're going to have all these games in there, but you know, no one's going like I'm not going to play 2001 or I'm not I'm not going to play this uh, wood rail with gobble holes that last two seconds. You know, they're going to play like Grand Prix or or you know, something that they feel they have a chance. So I, 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 that's that's one thing I know that they, they expanded the games, but it depends what games they put in it. They have like eight or nine games that score pretty high or that people are confident in. That could be a good thing. It depends. It's all going to depend on the game selection for that for classics. But that that is the major change. What are your thoughts on this? Uh well, the funny thing is this. It was first posted on Facebook. Then I was waiting for it on Tilt Forums because Tilt Forums is where all your hardcores hang out, especially a lot of your tournament hardcore. And sure enough, it, it quickly, the topic start, was started on Tilt Forums. And Bowen was in support of it, Bowen Karens. Pretty much every other A Division player hated it. Keith Helwin hated it, Kaylee George hated it, Adam Becker, Adam Lefkoff, Kevin Burrell. They all basically hated it. And some of them even said, like, if, if the, the money is the issue, lower the prize money. We'd rather have a lower price pool and keep and keep the format. Or another suggestion I thought was interesting: like if if you want to do pump and dump, just make a division the Papa format, and then yeah. do do pump and dump for the rest of them. That was the consensus for, for the, the at least most of the upper players. But the thing is, they're not they have to cater to a wider base than just your elite of the elite. And they know better than I do the finances. But the interesting thing is in this same string, and you can go to tillforums.com, you can see all this. Our own Timmy, Tim Balls himself, Tim Sexton. Timmy! Who was using actual facts and math in his calculations about the format. According to his calculations, the the format really was not sustainable by the the cost of... of, And and the, the thing is, since... The Replay, F, well, Replay Foundation, I believe is the name, who does Papa, is a not-for-profit. They have to publish their, their balance sheet, like all their financial records. So Timmy was able to get, he got their records for the 2014 Pinburg and 2014 Papa tournaments. Basically the expenses list. And for example, the Pinburg 2014, which was the last time it was actually at the Papa facility, the expenses for that were $137,149. For Papa 17, it was $146,543. And, and I'd heard in the past they, they didn't make any money. And, and, and the thing is, a lot of it is financed by Pair Networks, which is Kevin Martin's company, which makes a, lot, a good amount, amount of money. And I think that's how they were able to do that. But obviously, they didn't think that was sustainable. And they also said by a lot of the uh, feedback they got from players, which were probably a lot of like your BC division type players, or players who continually get frustrated with the format, they, they wanted a change. So they decided to make the change. Um, the interesting thing is, after all the complaining, 
Mark Steinman, who is the, I guess, what is he, president of the Replant Foundation? He's the, the, yeah. the head guy, if you will, the head honcho, the top cheese, the big dog. He actually put a post on this this thread. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to quote this, try to paraphrase it so it's not too long. But this this is from Mark Steinman, the, the president of right, Replay, Replay Foundation, the guy, the head of the guys who run Papa in Pinburg. Basically saying, he says, uh, we've never made a change or decision that people didn't complain about. I've listened to more people crap all over the Papa format in the last several years than I can count. It was literally one of the lowest rated formats in our surveys. I have emails from probably a dozen people in this exact thread who have privately suggested major changes over the years because they weren't happy with the format or how things have been done. These changes were enacted primarily due to both player responses and financial concerns related to the old format. And quite frankly, as a member of this community, it's disgusting to me that after all Papa has done and given and all the money it has lost attempting to grow pinball, that it still doesn't ever get the benefit of the doubt. Also, the Papa format isn't some higher calling. It's a pinball format, and it's been changed multiple times throughout the years for various reasons. That that was interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I... For me, uh, well, there's one more change before we get into our uh, opinions on this. The other big change, and I think it's actually almost a bigger change, and hardly anyone's mentioned it, they've been focusing on the whole the format change, is that Papa will no longer, the machines will no longer be on um, coin drop, on tokens. They will be free play. But the catch is it will now cost $20 to get in the door. Basically like any other, like like a pinball show. So it is per day, twenty dollars per day. Yep, twenty dollars per day. So you're already down sixty before him playing one game. That's true, but first, see again, for me, I spend probably at least that every day. So for me, that's going to be awesome. I'm probably going to play more now. Yeah. Um. So I'm playing instead of playing those seven games of Paragon in a row now. Maybe I'll play fourteen. You know. So. But they're trying. They're trying. To get, they're trying to get the people who just come to play. Yes. And where I see an issue is there's a lot of locals who go to this show. Families, yes. you know, people who go there. Say you got, like, Dad bringing his, uh, his, his son and his daughter. They both love pinball. He's taking them to Papa because he knows, you know, this is when they have the tournament, and he takes them there every year. And it's only open once a year. It's only open once a year, and he goes in there, and he gets, like, $20 of tokens. He, he gives $10 to his son, $10 to the daughter, and says, go have a, have a blast, have fun. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. And they go and play for a couple of hours, and then, you know, they leave and have a fun time, and it's great. Now the same dude is going to come there, go in the door, and they're going to be like, uh, that'll be $60, $20 a piece. He's going to be like, what? Huh? Are you kidding? I'm not paying $60. We're only going to be here for a couple of hours. That, that's where I see they're going to be an issue. And I, I'm assuming they're going to do, like, um, wristbands or stamps then they're gonna have to have somebody sitting at the door checking everybody yeah which if you've been at the front door i mean that thing is constantly busy that's gonna be a pain in the ass for over gets stuck doing that yeah so i mean maybe they'll have discounts for kids but i mean the other interesting thing about that is you have a lot of players a lot of the a division guys for example like bowen i know for a fact for the most part and and sharp brothers they don't play any other games other than games in the tournament. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Bowen might play some after the tournament's over, but like the Sharp Brothers, they're playing tournament games only. When the tournament's over, they're gone. Yep. They're out of there. And, and a lot of the top players are like that. Like, as soon as they're done, they leave. Go for dinner or whatever. They're, they, don't, they don't come back. So for them, it's like I'm spending all this money on an A-division entries, and now I I'm, I'm also have to pay $20 for, for, the, for free play where I'm not going to use it, you know, for, per day. Because, you know, they did have the $5 registration fee. That's another thing. They waived that. It used to be $5 for any division. Just just to basically get in the tournament was $5. Like a mm-hmm. registration fee, they waived that. But that was like a one-time fee. Actually, it's $80. Because it goes Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so $80. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the deal there. I That's the part that no one's talking about. I just see, like, the locals. But maybe, I mean, it's... Maybe they're gearing it more towards the tournament got players and, and trying to grow tournament pinball. So Okay, so your opinions. Uh I don't really mind it. I mean, I, I play what I play. I I do some entries in B division. I would never really go crazy. I only made it the one year. And I, I, I would just I just like the atmosphere, walking around, playing all the games. Cause, you know, I I'm not in a pinball scene. The only games I get to play are my own. So, I, I mean, I know a lot of these guys, a lot of the top tournament players, most of them are in big pinball areas. They can play whatever they want, whenever they want, most of them. I can't. So to me, it's just cool, like, I can play all these games that I don't get to play. So for me, it, it's it's worth it for that. As far as the, the tournament, I mean, I'm not super hardcore, I guess you would say. I almost made it in Classics. I almost made it into the playoffs that was cool last year but other than that i i'm rarely ever close and i i am just not gonna i mean i treat it as my vegas you all bring like a couple hundred dollars and like this is the money i'm gonna blow mm-hmm. and and that's it i'm not gonna spend thousands of dollars trying to qualify for this thing i see i see three issues okay and they're not bad actually it's just i see three issues one i would like to see is one score only counting. What does that mean? So, say if Keith Elwin gets a hundred million, then the next game he gets a hundred and forty million. The hundred million gets blown out of the thing because with these pump and dumps, I see you get ten people qualifying. You know, ten guy plays ten times, and maybe he's got five so-so scores, but it's knocking everyone else's scores down. I didn't think that was the way it worked, though. I thought it was only your top score. I thought the pump and dump. No, I, I, I thought I thought it was your top score. I hope so. And, and the ones... I know people. I know people are playing that way though. In certain tournaments, they do play. You know, ooh, if I get a better score, I might. You know, I might bump some. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Qualifying not... scores will be drawn from a player's best attempts. Okay, good. That's good. That's so good. yes, that that is not that. Yeah. Second, I can see the queue lines being a a bigger deal. It'll be longer. It'll be longer. Especially on Saturday, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna favor Steve Bowden, our buddy Steve. Oh, poor Steve. Saturday. Yes, he won't yeah. be there till Friday night. He's gonna be in lines all Friday and Saturday. Yeah. The other that they did talk about, and they are look, they are looking into, which means it probably will happen. The queuing system, which for those who don't know, the the, the software they use. Oh yeah, 
Carl D'Angelo. Carl did talk about it. Who, and he, who, goes, who, like, he hated the change also. I forgot to mention him. But um, he he's the writer of the Drains Tournament Manager, what that is what they use. And in that software, there is a full queuing system already in there. And that's actually – it is used at Papa, but it's only used by – the actual scorekeepers like when you walk up if you've been there before and you see them like put your name in and all that that's the queuing system and a lot of the tournaments that use carl's software they have it so like you're assigned like when you're in buffalo i believe did this like you're assigned a number you get like a picture taken or whatever yes yes we did it again yeah we did it again this past week and you just you can just take your smartphone and you put yourself in the queue and and usually and I I'm sure they'll do this at Papa. They'll have big screens up with like the you can look at where you are or you can just check the phone and see when you're going to be up. Yep. And when you're up, you're up. So that's that's the second thing I have a problem with. I think I'm not. I don't know. And the third thing I like to see, and I know it's not a happy thing to see. I would like to see limitations of entries, not in A, B, C, or D. I would like to see it in classics. Okay. That's what I like to see because Classics is always a mob fest. Yes, it, it is. It really is. And even expanding the games, I would actually pay more for an entry in Classics but limit each person to so many entries. Like what they did in Texas. Okay. Just so the lines might get a little thinner or, you know, a bulge at the end or whatever, but maybe just to thin it out a little. That's the only thing I I hate sitting and waiting. Yeah. Because on no unless there's a queuing line, it might be a little better, but still, those lines are I don't sometimes you're fifteen, eighteen, twenty people. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. And that's why I, I really think the game the, sol- the game is not, not gonna help. Well, unless it's it's all about the game selection. Yeah. And I see it every year. They'll be like Especially if they have like they'll have Nitro Ground Shaker and, and Grand Prix and and you know that kind of games you'll see just huge lines on those, yeah. and they'll be like like 2001. I'll bring that up again. I always bring up that one, uh, or, or you know a game like that, like two inch flipper game. I'm sure the idea is you know maybe someone will play that because you know they can really get a ton of points if they get a high score on this, you know this, the rankings points because hardly anyone's playing it, but no one ever does that. They always get in the lines with, with the games that are the least random or have the highest probability of scoring high on. And usually, even with all the games, there'll be like four or five of them, and they'll have the, all the lines. We, we've lost half our people. They're right now going... Hey, this is our damn podcast. We want to talk about tournaments. We will, so bite me. I know. I'm not going criti- to be critical too much because, I'm going to be honest... I haven't been to Papa in two years. It just hasn't been in the cards for me. Not because I don't want to go. It's because of work. April is just like me and Steve. April is a very busy year for a, a busy time of year for us. So, and I'm getting prepared usually for uh, for uh, Allentown. So that's another, you know, kink in the armor. So it, uh, is it March or April this year? April. April. So it's even worse for me. That's why I've not gone the past two years. So I'm not going to go like. Oh my God, the sky is falling. But I'm going to wait and see thing. I know a lot of people are upset about it. Give it a week. See what happens. Yeah, there. you got the usual, like, you know, well, the I'm not. The sky is falling. I, I'm not going. Yeah. You're like, I'm who, not doing that. Yeah, I'm yeah, never going to do that. I, I'm not, it's like, who the fuck cares, dude? If 
<laughs> if Keith Owens said he's not going, then maybe I would care. But a lot of them, yeah, like, or I, even Josh, I don't or, care. You know, or Zach. Yeah, yes, yeah. and you know they're going, even if they complain. There's seven grand. They're not going to like you know. Well, it's not. It's not ten grand now. So screw that. I'm not going. I do agree with them. If it's a part about money, and some of them are suggesting less money, maybe that would help a little bit. You know, I don't. I don't know. There's really. There's honestly as. One thing I will say, you never can make everyone happy. Yes. You're trying and, to appeal to the masses. I will say, you know, Papa knows their deal better than I do. Yep. Uh, I don't know what their numbers are, their books or anything like that, you know. I will go with what they... Of course. I mean, they... They started this whole and they, thing. And, and I'll say, you know, unlike a lot of places, almost every time I went to Papa and something was wrong, it was always fixed the next year. Yes. No matter what, like you go, I remember the one year, it's like, oh my God, the glare is so horrible. Glare is terrible. I can't see anything in these games because they have skylights like up in the, the warehouse. Next year, all the skylights are covered. All the windows are covered. Like, oh, cool. All right. That's, you know, and, and there's been other things like that. You know, people complain, you know, this is this, this is, it, 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 and so they've, they've changed things. Look at last year's Pinburg compared to two years ago. They changed a lot in that because they hear, listen to people. Yeah. And this is what they're going by. They're going by what people are saying. So they're appealing to the masses. If you don't like it this year, don't go or or complain about it afterwards. That's the only two ways they're going to listen. Yeah, because they're they're not they're not changing it at this point. No, no, no. They they're not. They're it. not. You know, if if they got comments from like a hundred people who said, you know, we don't like this format, like ten people bitching about it on tilt forums is not going to change your mind. No, unless no offense, unless the top ten players said, I'm not going. And that's not going to happen for seven grand. It's oh, still no. it's still seven grand. They're not going to like hell if you know if I was that good and I had a legitimate chance to win that and they changed the format. This sucks, but it's seven grand. I'm still going. Yeah, if I have a legitimate shot at winning that, that's a good chunk of change, man. It is. Uh, one more piece of news. This piece is of news. All right. This is a cheerful thing. I don't know if you saw the new app, but have you seen the new app? The pin app. The pin out. Amp, that's right again. Pin out app. Don't worry, I'll edit that. I'll fix that in editing. So you'll be yeah, that's what I'll say. And yeah, then yeah. I see what happens. I don't get edited, and then you know I get screwed. <laughs> well, I can't edit it now that we mentioned about editing. That's the problem. Editing, editing, editing. Well, I editing, can edit editing, that editing, out. Editing, editing, editing. Yes. So let's do. What's the name of the app again? I forgot already. Pin out app. Did you see this? Okay. Pin out app. So yes. you out pin heads. No. No. Okay. It is. It's based off like a Tron music, and you're shooting like a pinball game, a virtual continuous pinball game with different angles, different shots, and adding time to your thing. And it's free, which is great. That's the best kind of app you want to see. It's a free app, but it is freaking addicting. If you guys haven't played it or tried it or seen it, You'll see Steve uh, Fumble Bonus posted about it. A lot of other groups posted about it. It is really a lot of fun. If you don't have this app, get it. It's free. If you don't like it, chuck it. But it's a lot of fun for players with pinball skills and, you know, having a good old time. with it. You heard it here first, folks. Well, not first, but you heard it here, folks. The Slam Tilt Podcast endorses this app. Yes. Okay. So hopefully we get prizes and, uh, and money and everything else. It's, it's speaking of endorsements. Uh oh. No, I would like to thank our listeners who who answered the call 
We mentioned on one of our previous shows in iTunes how we had the uh, the one negative comment, like was the only comment there, like a one star review from our our first our first week. We said we were boring, which could very well have been true. I'd like to think we're less boring now. Um, but we had at least a couple of uh, our listeners who, who posted five-star reviews on there. It's the new Zoo Review. Thank you. Coming right at you. That was awesome. It's the new Zoo Review. Coming right at you. Okay. I'm glad that people have, and I hope more people do. You know, that's really cool. I guess there's some deal, like, if you, the more good comments you get, like, the more you the show up on searches or something. Yeah, something like that. So we had a couple tournaments this weekend. There were yes. actually three we, tournaments. Oh, really? Was that another tournament? Three. Three tur- Okay, I know of two. What was the third? Well, you tell me what they were. Okay, first, uh, Saturday. The lowest points possible tournament. By law. By law. Was the Stars Tournament. All Stars Tournament. Yes, with at uh, Levy's Fun Emporium. Funatorium. Funatorium, sorry. Sorry, Levy. Uh, Don't worry, he doesn't listen. Yeah, he doesn't listen. <laughs> but hopefully he will one of these days. But uh, the side tournament winner was David Chewy Cologne. Orange County's own. Orange County's own. And Orange then County represent. They did represent. And then another Orange County person won the main tournament. Steph. And her last name is, let's see if you can say this right. I ain't saying it at all. You're saying it. <laughs> Steph Gaida. Yes. Whose father is Frank, who I want to say hi to because he did give us a shout out after I congratulate Steph. You know, oh, congratulations. Steph's been knocking on the door a lot with trying to win. You know, she's gotten really close on a lot of tournaments. Congratulations on a big win. Big money. Big prizes. No points. No points. <laughs> yes. And if you want to watch this this action, which was awesome, by the way, especially the 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 stars the stars portion, you can go to our friend Tim Sexton's Twitch feed. Just look for Tim Balls on Twitch. He has it, and it's like the fastest finals you will ever see. It was like the top eight. I think the finals lasted less than five minutes total. It was great. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, it man, was it was beautiful. beautiful. If all tournaments were like that, it would be so awesome. It would be. Yes. So that was the first tournament on Saturday. Okay. The second tournament on Saturday was the Buffalo Pinball, Domino's, Pinball, Party Adventure, whatever that you know, the pinball machine is. It was from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., and then 11 p.m. was the playoffs. Was, was that supposed to be streamed? Uh, only the playoffs were. And then, oh, well, okay, the they were. They, All right, because I kept checking out Buffalo. That's Buffalo Pinball, their Twitch feed, like expecting they, to see it. But they okay. couldn't get a feed, so they recorded it and they posted it afterwards, the day after. Okay, because the internet's shitty there. Yes, it is terrible. Okay. Uh, they took the top eight. I got to play a lot of dominoes. I played, I think, five games. Shots, I will say, are pretty They're – they're fun. They actually are fun. The graphics are getting better from when the first time the guys played it. The rules need some tweaking. The displays need some tweaking. Now, Adam, who's the one who designed the game, was there at site. He's actually from Buffalo originally. He's from East Aurora. I got to hang out with those guys for – I was not I was only planning to go there for two hours. 
And then, of course, I'm the first person that plays. And guess where I ended up qualifying? The first game I played, I qualified first. And it lasted till about 7.30. I got taken down to third. Oh, qualifying. Okay. Yes. I thought you were saying like the finals. I was thinking of 7.30 the next morning. No. And then at 8 o'clock, I got my next time in line. And I took first qualifying over. And I qualified and finished qualifying first. So that was pretty cool. You forgot the coolest part, though. You got to meet the Noid. I did get to meet the Noid. The Noid was there from about 5 to 8. Uh, I got pictures with the Noid. I got video of the Noid. If you go to my Facebook page of Bruce Nightingale and look at the video, I'm also going to post that the Slam Tilt podcast uh, link so you can actually see the Noid playing the Domino's pinball game and trying to beat it. It's a fun game. The shots are fun. They're satisfying, but as I said, the rules need some tweaking. Adam... Totally agreed with me on the rules. And for the displays to be a little more informational. Other than that, it looks really nice. Well, the out build quality outside looks really, really nice. I was really impressed with that. You know, a couple tweaks. It was the first machine off the line, so you really can't say, like, oh, it's perfect. It needs, you know, it's got to get better. And, but, and, and it's spooky, so it will actually get built. It will get built. Very true. Very true. It was great hanging out with Adam. Uh, me, Adam, uh, and a couple of other guys were having a ball the whole night. Uh, we had free pizza. 24 pizzas were delivered. <clears throat> the top four players got the alternate translates with the Noid being like Godzilla. Those are the translates I would want. I've I seen those. Yes. And, uh, and the top prize winner won a trophy with two Noids on it. Well, yours truly made the top eight. Got past the first round with Kevin... Kevin Mann, Joe, and I forget the last It's person. It's Kevin Manny, by the way. Yes, it, I, it is Manny. Yes. And uh, there's one other person, I can't remember his name, and that's uh, my apologies. We were in the finals. I was leading until ball three. Now, the problem with the rules are the skill shot is worth more than anything else in the game. The skill shot is worth one million points. Only one player... Scored a million points without getting the skill shot, which unfortunately was me. That took me 20 minutes to play one game, just earning 1 million points. But if but my final qualifying score was 2.5 million. So you know what I got? Two qualifying, two qualifying shots and 500,000 points. I was uh, ahead, ball one. I got, the quali- I got the skill shot in the first ball. Kevin got on the third ball and had better balls before me. So he had 1.2 million. I had 1.1 going into my final ball. Every time I had the ball on the right-hand flipper, trying for that skill shot, missed it to the last two, ball two and ball three. But I did get, uh, what was it, oven multi-ball. Oven no, multi-ball. Sorry, pizza dri- no, pizza driver multi-ball. Pizza driver, okay. Yes. I started that, and I drained out real fast, and that was it. I was done. And uh, Kevin Man- Manny won. Congratulations. I turned right around. I congratulated him right off the bat. I was very proud. It was great to see, you know, a fellow. He actually was my teammate in uh, Team League for two years. Great guy. I, you know, congratulations to Kevin. Well worth it. Well, well impressed. You know, win. Good win. Uh, I was really a good time had by all. I enjoyed it very much. Kathy came out. I was not, I, I didn't actually want to go. I wanted to go there for a couple hours, support, and then go home. Kathy had such a good time hanging out with everyone and, you know, hanging out with the drunks. There's a couple of guys we know 
who are in the Western New York Pinball League and also in the Selfie League for Buffalo. They call themselves the Drunks, or they're they're uh, they are the Pirates in the Team League, and uh, they hung out with everyone and had a great time. And me and uh, Adam were talking about my escapades on some of the videos from uh, Buffalo Pinball, some of my fun comments, but I. Uh, Adam does do also good donation stuff with uh, some of the drivers for Domino's and some of the family members there. Does Adam have a last name? I cannot remember it all, but I will no! give it a try. It's nope, Adam it of like... Spooky Pinball. We'll just no, call it's it. not. No, it's not. No, oh. I'm going to get it. I just I don't want to slow my internet here. Adam Spooky. Adam Spookster. Adam G-A-C-E-K. Uh, Adam, I met. Actually, I've I've heard of him. I've talked I've talked to him. I think once or twice before this. He actually watched me on some of the videos on uh, from Buffalo Pinball from a couple things, and he came up to me. And the first words out of his mouth were, "Oh my God, I have to talk to you about this." And we talked about it. We all laughed, and some people cringed when they heard what we were talking about. But we had a great time. It was I was really nice to hear and talk to him. And another person, don't forget, he designed the game, so I have to now consider Adam a, a Good friend, uh, you know, great person, and a designer of pinball now. Maybe he'll get another chance. I hope so. It'd be great to see because he has a great love of pinball. It was great love. And the third tournament was? It was the Spooky Tournament at, which is kind of confusing, in Binghamton, New York. So wait a minute. It was called the Spooky Tournament. Spooky Halloween Tournament. But you played in a Domino's tournament, which had a spooky pinball game i'm confused yes. but i did get don't forget i did get the ultimate the top four guys got the ultimate translate so guess what i got you got translate translate no I got the so the annoyed attack and i got a nice uh t-shirt unfortunately it will never fit me ah i grabbed the last domino's pinball t-shirt unfortunately i am no medium oh i am hello <laughs> Psych. <laughs> yes, I am a prick. So back. Wow, to the that was pretty mean. <laughs> so it's not medium. Know. It is medium. Well, then, then can you give it to me? Maybe, maybe you know. I'll see. Maybe with the maybe with the purchase of something, you know. But we'll oh, talk about that oh, okay. later on. Okay. Uh, the second tournament, uh, third tournament of the weekend was uh, the spooky tournament down in Binghamton. At the Moonwalker Arcade. This was on Sunday, I believe. Sunday. And somebody was supposed to be there, but... Yeah, I have a job. Work. No, no, no. Tell them the truth. You stopped at 4 o'clock that morning. Uh, Well, I, I work in IT, so we're, we're doing some upgrades. I was at work from, I don't know, 9 p.m. to about 4 a.m. So by the time I got home, I, I felt like sleeping. So... Didn't get up till like noon. Now I wasn't going Fail. to Binghamton. Sorry, Fail. sorry. It's, it'll probably be out. Probably be at work even later this weekend. So. But I will say, great run tournament by Joe and the rest of the Binghamton pinball guys. Does Joe have a last name? Joe May- Mahone, Mahon, M A H O N. There you go, Mahon. So, uh, maybe. Nah. Uh, but the games played really good. A couple issues, but they worked on them. One. Thank God the issue was really terminal because it was barbed wire that went down. Woohoo! I still have that. Uh, oh, they still have that. Uh, what it was was a uh, match play event. 
played match play for three hours and 15 minutes. And guess who was the number one qualifier again? Um, Kevin Manny. I, I nope. mean, um, Keith Owen. Nope. Oh, damn. Um, uh, Nick Lane. Nope. Uh, oh, okay, I don't know. I, I, I can't figure this one out. Who are you talking to? Oh, it's you. It was me. Wow. So I qualified for both tournaments. You're in pretty first good. Place. I'm so okay. That's okay. You are an upstate points whore. I am a whore. But uh, Eric Russell was there. A couple of guys from Orange County Pinball, Brian Estes. Uh, Stephanie was there. I congratulated her on her win. Uh, JT Harrison. JT was complaining to me that even though I talk about him on the podcast, I never say his last name. JT Harrison. JT Harrison. So we got Harrison. That Harrison. Go Rangers. They'll like that. Yeah, we don't talk. We don't talk that way here. Oh, that's right. You're a Devils fan. Well, I'm a Rangers fan, so we outvote you. So uh, the finals was, I love the finals format. It was you get you played your three and a half, three hours and fifteen minutes of format, and then it was the top nine qualified. Eight and nine played each other first. You know, like it was almost like the the top sixty five and the uh, final four. You know, those two, the last teams had to play each other. And then they got to play number one. JT was in eighth, and then another gentleman was in ninth. JT moved to the eighth spot and won and played me in the first round. Now, the good thing about this tournament, and I asked the rules beforehand, was who picks game, who picks order, and can you stay with the same game, or do you have to pick a game a different way? The rules were stated. The higher seed picks the game. The higher seed even picks the order. and you can play the same game as much as you want. So first round, I played JT on High Roller Casino. Oh, God, that turd. Okay. JT had me in ball three. He was up big time. Got multi-ball. Got super duper grand champion, uh, uh, grand jackpot. Came past and beat him. Eric played uh, Joe Lane on Kiss, and Eric got $380 million. On Kiss. Moved on to the next round. Uh, Joe moved on. And uh, I forgot who the fourth person was. He moved on. Uh, uh, give, me, uh, uh, give me two seconds. I don't. Or his last name or something like that. His last name is. Well, while you're looking that up, just to let our listeners know that Binghamton is actually the uh, original birthplace or home of Dick's Sporting Goods. The original Dick's is there. Wow. Yeah, some trivia. from. I did not know about that. And going Dick's. to Binghamton all the time, yes. They, it, and it has a completely different sign. Like, it's the old, whatever their old logo was. It's still that logo, not okay, what they Okay, I can't now. find him. I can't find him. Okay, I tried to cover for you. So the next round was me and Eric against, uh, and then the other two guys, Joe, and the other the guy who I cannot remember. I think his name was Jay, but I'm not, I can't figure it out. They played each other, and I played Eric. What do you think we played again, baby? Um, High Roller Casino. You got it. <laughs> and I took, unfortunately, Eric, you know, had three almost like house balls. So, and Joe won. So it was me and Joe in the finals. And Eric and uh, the other guy, Orzlazic, or I can't remember his name, played in the semifinals. I'm still looking it up. I'm still trying to find it. It's actually, he's been in a couple Wait, of semifinals. If he lost to you, was it double elimination or something? Nope. Single elimination. Done, done. It was only eight. So it went to four and then the two. 
If you beat Eric, then how is he playing someone else for in the semifinals? In third and fourth. Third and fourth. Oh, they're playing for third and fourth. Okay. Yes, because there's a three trophies and money. I got you. So I played Joe. Joe got a extremely lucky multi-ball right off the bat. He got it from one of the modes that you can pick and grab, and he got it. Came out to a big lead. Ball three, he had $160 million compared to my $80 million. I got multi-ball. I drained my multi-ball, and I turned around and shake his hand and go, congratulations, Joe, you won. Game is an ending. There's a ball stuck. I didn't know about. So they freed a ball. I keep on playing. I get to 148 million and drain finally, and he takes the win. So congratulations, Joe. So I was, I got two seconds. And as my wife says, that's normally me. Two seconds. Very, very nice. Okay. So I did get a trophy and some cash for that too. So, and I got cash for Buffalo too. So that was really nice. So a good fun weekend had by all. Two second Bruce. I gotta remember that. Instead of extra ball Bruce, Bruce it's two second that. Bruce. All right. Two-second Bruce. So let me scratch those off the list right now. Uh, do you want to go to repairs next, or do you want to talk uh, about... I don't have any repairs. I have to say um, a certain person brought a certain game to my house. Uh, who would that be? Ah, that would be you. Oh, And what game would this that be? That would be Harlem Globetrotters. Ah. First, we brought it down his stairs. At the same time, we also brought down... The Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. So both machines were brought downstairs. Steven Orzlezik. O-R-Z-E-L-E-K. Steven. There you go. So that's our... He was finished fourth. Eric finished third in the last tournament. Congratulations to everyone. Joe finished first, and I was second. So back to... Uh, and Harlem Globetrotters was not played in that tournament. Just No, it was not. No, it was not. That's a shame. So, yeah, we set, we set it up. Well, first thing, Bruce is there. I got bad news. I forgot the key. But he didn't. It, the key was in the bag with the bolts in it. So yeah. the legs had some issues, but luckily I had my spare legs left over from the uh, stars, which were actually the same legs, same valley legs. So that worked out. Got it set up, and uh, it physically works. It definitely it has, has, some, issues. It has some board and probably connector issues. And it has the issues of having LEDs everywhere, which look terrible. Somebody yes. did the old color thing again where they got, like, blue LEDs in the bottom. They got orange LEDs, like, for the targets in the side. Like, all these different colors, and it looks like shit. And then they got LEDs in the the head for the back glass, and, and that actually doesn't look that good either. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be going through the long process, the same process the stars went through. But, but overall, the, the cabinet's solid. Backlast is good. Playfield is gorgeous. Definitely the the, the main strength is, is the playfield. I showed people the playfield on Sunday at the tournament in uh, Binghamton, and Matt Hess saw it, and a couple other people saw it. Eric saw it, and he's they're all like, "Oh my God, he paid what for this?" So that's how nice it was. It was incredible. Very nice. So got that set up. We actually we actually played that one. And then we uh, brought the Ghostbusters Premium down, the one I won from the uh, Project Pinball Sweepstakes that's been sitting there for a while. We set it up. Yeah, set it up. Well, we did not play it. Did not play it. I went through actually yesterday and put all the protectors and all that crap on. 
you know, all the stuff you really shouldn't have to put on a brand new game, but kind of have to. I You'll be happy to, I put Mylar right right in front of the out hole, so I'm protecting the hole. Oh my. Yes, yes, protecting the hole. Uh, shooter lane protector, you know, air ball protectors or air ball preventers. Put them in place. Um, played a ton of it last night, played a bunch of it today. And I'll say, um, I remember when it first came out, one of the one of the opinions or one of the views I, I remember reading, I have to agree with completely now. And that is, there's a lot of things about the game I really like. I love the artwork. I love the music. Music is awesome. I like I like most of the shots. I because it, it's, it's different. It it plays different. And you know, most of my games are Steve Ritchie Flow Fest, so this definitely plays different. I, I love the the steep ramp, the subway, the subway ramp. Um, I love the, the 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 Newton ball thing on the side with the four balls in it that broke within five games that I had to fix. Uh, ball started getting stuck because the wire no, form, the stop. wire form was bent over too far, so I had to. And of course, to get at it, I had to take the entire plastic off, which has the building on it, which has like a, one of the spotlight lamps on it, and I had to take all that off. That was fun. All just so I could tap the thing back and tap it. So, Tap it over so the balls I have room. Time, yeah, man. yes, yes. So that that was the only issue I had. But other than that, it worked 100. Uh, percent Have the new code on there. And but you I'll had a look. butt there. You had a butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, saying? yes. This the going back to the original. Th- one of the original views I heard on the game was that it doesn't play like its software. What I mean by that? Take a game. It it plays like Iron Man but has like this rule set like it's Transformers or something. You know, like like a rule set that expects you to be on the game a long time to go through a ton of modes to to, you know, get deep into the game. Yet it plays like Iron Man difficulty wise. And I just don't think they go together. I, I just think the rule set fails this game. That's my opinion. It's like I, I like a lot of the shots, and I think if you had the right rule set, I don't know what rule set that would be, but something different than like whatever the 10 modes or whatever the hell it is in, in the game, I, I think it would be better. It would be like if you had Iron Man, and, and the, whole, the whole purpose of Iron Man was to go through like 15 modes to get to something. That would suck. And you'd never get to it. I mean, the other issue, everything is linear. So you're playing the same modes over and over, over, and, over, over and over again, and it gets over old. And over and gets over old and really over fast. And over. Yes. So I, I mean, I think it's too far gone. I don't think they're going to change the, the basic, you know, how the software works at this point, unfortunately. And it, you know, I'm going to keep it for a while, but I probably will eventually sell it. I mean, maybe it'll grow on me, but just with the rule set, and, and it's definitely more of the rule set thing. I mean, I played. Like to use uh, one of um, John Trudeau's other games, a uh, Mustang, which plays hard as hell, also. But I feel it has a much better rule set. It fits the game a lot better. And I, I actually enjoy playing Mustang. This just gets really frustrating when you're playing the same damn modes every friggin' time. And it's a shame because the, the, I, I like to play the artwork is awesome. The music is kick ass. I love the music in this game. And it sounds good on their, their new spike system. They actually have stereo now. Thank you. Yes. Great concept yes. there. And it just sounds good. I, I just really wish to... And I'm the guy that says I'm not the rules guy. and I'm more of a shots guy. But definitely in this case, I think the rule set kind of fails the game. 
I agree totally. And that's my view. I'm not gonna ba- I'm not gonna bash on it because I bashed on it so much. So I'm just gonna listen to you. That. <laughs> but it's a shame. I really think with the right rule set, that really could have kicked ass if it was just like a more of an Iron Man or more of a just something like in your face type rule set. But I, I don't know. Then maybe that wouldn't work with the theme of Ghostbusters because it's a comedy and it's not really this adrenaline, adrenaline fueled like awesome, like a more Iron Man type thing. So maybe it wouldn't fit. That kind of rule set wouldn't fit with that theme. I almost would like to see maybe uh maybe that play field with a different theme. I don't who who knows. Who knows. But oh, and the Scalari brother targets fucking suck. Those things yes, are completely do. useless. They brick, don't. Brick, they brick, don't brick, give you. Brick, well, brick, they don't brick, brick because brick, I. Brick, brick, brick. I put the new springs in. Didn't get a single brick. They work 100, percent but they still suck. What's the point? You don't really get any major things for hitting them, and all they do is block key shots at key times for no fucking reason. They. They just. They're. It's. It's not like. Do you some other games that have them, like Cactus Canyon, where it's the cool, like, you know, draw, you're shooting the outlaw. Or even 24, where they're like terrorists and you're hitting them. You know, it's part of the, the, they're just annoying and they serve no purpose. And I, I, now I know why in the, um, the pinball expo tournament, they had them disabled. And I, I will probably end up disabling them on mine because they just serve no purpose. Gotcha. And that's, that's my view. That's, that'll cross off the Harlem Globetrotters and the Ghostbusters from my list. It was good to see uh, Ron finally get his Harlem Globetrotters, though. And then we now have six games of the same. That's <laughs> what you were counting them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But don't get, the wrong, don't get the wrong impression, folks. We do have enough differing opinions that to keep the oh. podcast going for several more episodes, at least. At least two. At least two. Uh, I want to give some plugs. Oh, before you do the plugs. Oh, <gasps> uh, yes, because yeah, I know we're getting near the end here, but I want to say... Oh, we're not even close to the end yet. We're not close to the end yet. Oh, God. No, not another two-hour one. People are like, oh, be close. oh, no, 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 no. The Tilt video. I have oh, watched the Tilt video. That's where we're gonna, I was going to leave next after the plug. Yes, go ahead. Yes, it was, it was, uh, it was quite excellent. I, I, I found it uh, That's about as interesting as you can make the Tilt. Yes, I thought it was very nice talking about how... Not just alone the tilt controlling everything, but actually, you know, the bob itself controlling everything. It's actually the wire form that the tilt taps onto or being centered, being properly balanced. All the different things that can screw it up, the different ways that you can. The geometry of the way to, because don't forget, on a tilt bob where it's riding on, there's only two accesses, an X and a Y, left, right, forward and back. It's always going to try to go back to that natural thing. But if the bottom ring is off-centered or off-tilted, that's why you get those phantom tilts towards the end. Uh, as, as, I said, as I said the first time, and I'm going to tell every person who sets up a game and has a tournament, this is the way you set up a tilt bob. Follow it, live it, love it. It's just a tilt bob. Yep, and he has tips on getting rid of like tilt throughs, like basically making the tilt bob kind of settle back quicker, which involves actually something I, I have. It involves like um, foam earplugs, you know, the kind that you, you squeeze down and put them in your ear and then they expand. Basically, you, you like cut the things and you put them in the um, where the, the not the ring, but the, the part that holds the bob, the actual threaded whatever you want to call it, rod, where it hooks to the top, where the hook is. One of his tips is you put like a, 
cut off one of these foam earplugs and you put it in there and it'll expand and it'll make it so like it's still it'll still react like it does but it'll settle back to a stationary position much faster and and the other thing you had at the end which i agree with and i'm probably going to start doing is especially if you're going to run a tournament disable all your slam tilts there's no point yes they serve no purpose especially in a home environment they serve absolutely no purpose and and you're you're just going to get a situation. And the funny thing is, I I was talking to my father about this video when he was over Saturday, and we end up we're playing Dracula. Blah. Yeah, blah. We're playing Dracula. The the Williams one. He gets you know missed. The ball's going across. He misses it, of course. And and he remembers the little tip about you know trying to get it off the magnet. So he shoves the shit out of the game, and it slam tilts. It's like, there's a perfect example. Because basically, I lost my turn, and the game was over. Okay, I loved it too, trust me. Uh, and going back to Eric Russell, he we commented when we were talking to each other uh, at the tournament on Sunday. He he wasn't complaining about the way I, you know, he was complaining about how tilts are with... Well, hold on, but just for the listeners, what was Eric... What, what happened, I don't think we explained... I think Eric Russell, one of our um, upstate pinball Very good friend of mine, brethren, yes, he, he had some comments to the um, the Slam Till podcast that we, we misrepresented something he said or didn't didn't wasn't yeah, getting he, the gist of what he said. The gist of what he said was truly was he doesn't like that when the tilts are too tight where you cannot nudge. He wants to be able to nudge a machine, which I agree with, and I do have a couple games that are tight enough where you really can't nudge too much. Like, as we talked about before, Lord of the Rings seems like it's the perfect example to make it too tight so you can't make the game go long. Because it is a long playing game. There are other things to make the game harder so you can let the, be able to nudge it a couple times. The problem he has is always with, has been with my AFM, where you nudge my AFM, it's going to go warning, warning, tilt. And he doesn't like that. And I, I agreed when I said, guess what? For my tournament in two weeks, he is the master of the tilts. He can lower them, he can raise them, he can do whatever he wants. So Eric now has that responsibility. Eric the Tilt. Yeah, Eric the Tilt Master. <laughs> so uh, tonight, probably the same time we're doing this, Spooky Pinball is announcing, hopefully, that Floaty is going to be the new mascot name. Tonight is the night they're going to announce it, so I hope Mr. Mike, who we've been pro- We've been voting for the float. Vote for the float. Will be the winner. And hopefully we've pushed him over the edge. He was very congratulatory towards it. He said, thank you for getting it. As soon as we posted it, he saw a bump up in his float for the vote. You know, vote for the float numbers. I I will remain silent. I don't want to get involved in the float. It's the float for the ghost. Uh, I just have have bad memories. It's a dark, dark day of the podcast. I don't want to relive it. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was just a... It's the float. Float. The kind of float I like is a root beer float. Lovely. So, plugs. Oh, plugs. Okay. Speaking of of plugs, when I got to Harlem, like, the first thing we noticed, you take the plug and it's like the ground prong is missing. Gotta love that. That's on every game. Yes. Well, like, what was your comment? Like, I have several that are like that. It's like, wait a minute. Mr. S- Mr. Surge Suppressor 
has all these games without it. I know I've been at your house before where I have, unfortunately, touched uh, the wrong games. And you get a jingle through. Yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking, like, okay, so he's more concerned about saving the game, Third Suppressor, than he is about the people playing them. Shocks. Why are you touching two machines at once? Oh. So yeah, be a one-machine person is what he's saying. Yes. yes. That's all you can't be a slut about. It. Just type one. Male sluts are bad. Yes. Okay, plugs. Speaking of that, plugs. Uh, Jim, our most famous listener, because he is actually has one of the two of our 26 levels of suck on the game list. Well, 26 uh, levels of a game. Not all yes. of them are suck. I know, but it's... But it game. does sound better when you say levels of suck. He commented, I was, of course, right on Dialed In. He said, it's almost like he knows what Jack is thinking before Jack himself does. Quote, talks about Harlem Glenn, how it's a great, Harlem Globetrotters, how it's a great game. And he's been pin-sitting one for three, three weeks and loves it. So, as we've always said, we, Jim has great taste in pinball machines. Pin-sitting. Is that an actual yes, term? Cool. It is. Because I actually, I, well, I'm actually going to be repairing eventually Kevin, Kevin's uh, Vector. Well, you, you've been pin-sitting a game for five years now? Yes, five years. Now, here's another funny thing. We have another Eric Russell listening to us. But Eric Russell is Eric S. Russell. Okay. So it's kind of cool. You know, we have two Eric Russells. Uh, he la- literally laughed out loud at the Kapow explanation from Ron about the party and Stern celebrating the pricing. Uh, Stern banning the pinball news guy was absurd. Many bugs in Star Trek besides the five-year mission blatantly not working. Good threat on tilt. Uh, Ghostbusters uh, center post. He maybe it was maybe this is Eric. I don't know. No, it is Eric. It's our regular Eric. Sorry, he did it from his work email, so I didn't see. He's uh, sorry, Eric. <laughs> Eric's, oh what the hell? God, I'm definitely not editing that out. That's going to be great. Yeah, You're going to get the heat for that one. I will. Uh, he agrees <laughs> that uh, a multi-million-dollar company with Kickstarter, you know, funding a book about themselves is absolutely a joke. Also agree about surge protectors. If anyone's, if you're buying a power strip for $10, put a surge protector. He he does another thing, 1,500 plus jewels at least. It's stupid to go cheap on power strips. Very cool. And the tilt to discussion we just went over, and if he ever owned a uh, Ghostbuster Pros, he would definitely drill a hole for a real center post and never look back or think twice. Damn. And honestly... I've had like, my share of center drains, but it hasn't been anything I'd say like, oh my god, this this needs to be fixed. Maybe it's just the way I have it set up. I really only get them if they come out of the pop bumpers a certain way. So sorry, Eric. Sorry, Eric. I wasn't used to the Eric S, and I thought it was somebody else, and I started. It's a long email. So I'm going to hear that from Eric. Thanks. You know, I'll, I'll be. You better pet it, edit that. Uh, no, 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 no editing. Sorry. We don't fuck. edit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. For third, we have our f- first known listener from Australia. All right. Very cool. Uh, he does zone out a little bit when we talk about competition stuff in the U.S., but he knows, you know, that's a minority here. Hobbit is awesome at 7.5 degrees, but it boring at 6.5 degrees. There you go. And Hopefully he hears the plug, being that he's probably zoned out after the Papa discussion. I hope not. I, I hope not. not. But he also gave me another tidbit. Okay. Wizard of Oz also has the ability to award you an extra tilt warning, not just Dr. Dude. Okay. So he says, he talks about it, he goes, they've added the 6.0 firmware, and only, uh, of course, Keith Johnson new pins only 
have two tilt warnings per game, not per ball. Brutal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, that does sound familiar. Uh, Wizard can now award add rescue lock or add tilt warning. Added tilt warning award is adjustment in Wizard mystery category can be on or off. Default is set for on. So, very cool. So, there's two games that we know of. I, I still wonder when Keith Johnson saw dialed in the first time, it's like, oh, thank God, I can finally code to a play field that doesn't suck. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. Oh, not that. Well, Wizard of Oz, it, it just has a ton I of shit on it. Well, it's just, I just, I, again, I just don't, I, I don't like the way it shoots. I mean, but at least when you look at it, it's like, this thing's got a ton of crap on it. You can tell there's, there's a ton of stuff going on here. Hobbit, Hobbit, I mean, I don't hate Wizard of Oz. I hate Hobbit. Now, Kathy played Wizard of Oz when we were at Buffalo at the Pocketeer. She got 528,000 points, which is a damn good game on Wizard of Oz. I was very proud of my wife. Rough to see the wizard. The wonderful Wizard of Oz. My mother has never seen that movie. Oh, my God. Yes. Me and my father were like, really? How is that possible? I think we just got to sit her down and make her listen. (laughs) God. So repairs, you had none except for just getting your game set up, right? Well, yeah, getting it set up, putting all the protector crap on, and then fixing the the non-working Newton ball thing, which is another thing. I love that, the Newton ball thing on the side. Said that. That's good. Uh, myself, I worked on nothing because I've been away again. I'm in Connecticut this week. So no Zach. No Zach help. But we did talk about him, so that's a good thing, keeping up the, the streak. What else do you want to do? You want to do games you liked, games you hate, or you just want to go right into since we are at now almost an hour and twenty minutes? I'll do I'll do a quick games you like, games you hate. As long as you have some. Of course I do. Of course you do, okay. And I think one of these I already mentioned once before, but I'm gonna start repeating stuff because there's only so many games out there that I that that that, that I played. So game I hate. And I'll bring this up because just had to place in a tournament. Millionaire. It was just so yes. monotonous getting the, the Two-ball, multi-ball, over and over and over and over. That just got old, really. That was one of the weakest System 11s out there. Yeah. So, and then, and, oh, interesting fact, though, it, the European version has the um, Beacon. Yes. Which I didn't realize it was only that, because the first time I ever played a Millionaire, it was that version. Oh, wow. So then when I played other, like, where's the Beacon? Where, where, why is it missing? And I looked at, wait a minute, there's not even a hole for it, because I figured they just, like, took it off. And it confused the hell out of me. I Thank you, IPDB, for uh, straightening me out on that one. Game I like. Hopefully one day we'll be in the collection. High speed. Mm. Can't go wrong with high speed. I picked that because it was in the same um, the same bank of games I played in that round. It's like I had to play Millionaire. Then I had to play friggin' Hobbit. Then I got to play high speed. <sighs> yeah. I owned one. It was great. I love high speed also. You can't go wrong with it. Classic, you know, Star Trek, you know, shot. The first time we see the classic uh, Steve Ritchie shot. Yeah, yeah. Basically the Picard maneuver shot or whatever you want to call it. That was so good that he just used it over and over and over and over. Make it so. Make it so, number one. Speaking of making it so, I think it's time to pay the bill, sir. No, I still got to do mine, you fucker. What? Oh, 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 shit, that's right. (laughs) Man, holy crap. Thanks, man. (laughs) <laughs> Push me right out of bed, why don't you? <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Game you like first. I want, I want, I want hate last. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Speed. 
is great. I like that you can actually do tic-tac-toe and make your jackpots triple, so you have some control of it. Of course, you got to go for that. But the options up top, you know, where you can actually try either for 100 million points or super loops, the spinner, you know, Zuka, Yazuka, I mean, just a lot of good fun modes, fast game if you get it set up right. Uh, as one person from Western New York, actually, Jim, who owns one, says, if you can do four loops in a row on a fast one, you won't make a fifth. Okay, why not? Because it's just going so fast, your reactions oh. will not cat. Okay. Usually will not. So, great game. I've been really enjoying it a lot. I play it at Eric's. I play it at, you know, at Jim's. I play a couple others. You know, it's growing on me. Okay. Bad game. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You could have had one on closeout for like 2600 They were selling those and... um. Right, it's on. It's, uh, they were selling that in World Poker Tour, twenty six hundred Canadian distributor, back in the day. I'm kicking yeah, myself. I I totally would have. I should have got a World Poker Tour at that price. Yes, I love my World. That that was that was a fail on my part, but it was. oh well. So why why do you hate it? What's I mean? Uh, is it's, it, so, uh, it's clunky. The free spin, you know, just doesn't work half the time. You know, the skill shot, it's great, you know, but it doesn't work work most of you know you're not going to get it most of the time so it's just like a dick tease you know it's like make me it's just not a fun game so so you demand easy skill shots is what you're saying no because i've dealt with it all weekend with that freaking dominoes in some ways you you don't you don't like unique dennis nordman designs i like a lot of them not that one and of course the software was never finished nope that that doesn't help it either and it never will be finished nope because uh, Gary Stern was uh, not smart again. Well, yeah, and and the guy that would have finished it is no longer Stern. Yes, but he he should have still been. Time to pay the bills. Pay the bills. Don't forget, guys. Uh, www.pinballlifter.com help pay my bills. Uh, they uh, we sell lifters, tilters, helpers, rotisseries. Creature from the back, Black Lagoon uh, accessories and mods. Come check us out. So, so Bruce, what, what device did we use to move the Harlem Globetrotters and the Ghostbusters the other day? We brought it down the stairs with an Escalera, but we set it up. We did. We did. And did we have any problems? Of course not. Thank you very much. So, uh, let's go over... Events coming up this weekend, Retro Game Com in Syracuse, New York, November 5th and 6th. Central New York Pinball will be uh, having a tournament, pinball tournament there. Uh, Eric Russell will be running it with a couple of the other Central New York Pinball guys, including Dave Cohen. And Buffalo Pinball is going to be there this weekend from uh, the 5th and 6th in Syracuse, New York. Best thing next weekend after that, come to my house, come to Butthead. I have six positions open left for the Finger Lakes Open. It is now $20. You missed out on the cheaper rate. Prepay now. You got, when this podcast comes out, you got nine days. You can come to the door. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you won't. 18 games of pin golf. How many people qual- How many people qualify is half of how many people come. So with 36 paid income and 18 qualify. 
Come check it out. And also, if you happen to be in the Florida area, and not near Bruce, of course, you you will see that tilt. weekend. You will see the tilt of the Slam and Tilt podcast because I will be at Free Play Florida, which I believe is the eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth. Which I think isn't eleventh a holiday? Isn't it Veterans yes, Day? Yes, eleventh is yeah. Veterans Day. So which it's Veterans I have. Day. So which yeah. So I didn't have to actually take a day off for that. But that's it's the eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth mm-hmm. at um trying to remember. I think it's the Sea World Hotel something Sea World. Just just look up Free Play. Just Google Free Play Florida. You'll find it. Uh, on the November 17th, uh, Syracuse Pinhead is pinball in central New York from 4.30 to 8.30. Seven games you have to play on. Good time had by all. Good for IFPA points. Come on out. It's on the east side of, of Syracuse. Look up Syracuse pin, Pinheads or either uh, central New York pinball also. Uh, don't forget, this is the new month of Buffalo Pinball. Knox Pinball, Knox Amusements Pinball, and Central New York Location Leagues for all the selfie leagues. Jump in on those. Fun, good time. November 19th, the Catskill Classic Pinball Tournament. Uh, November 19th, Saturday, 10 a.m., Howard's Place. Bring a battery uh, antenna extender. And um, ear earmuffs or earplugs yes, if you yes. happen to play the games that are in front of the jukebox. Also, uh, Black Friday, November 25th at 3 p.m. at Orange County at uh, Rock Fantasy. There will be a Black Friday tournament. So check that out if you want. That's uh, Friday the 25th at 3 p.m. And uh, I think that's all for events for right now. All the news that's fit the print. All the news that's fit to print. Uh, so uh, next week, we will be talking about two more tournaments. I know people are going. Well, one what? Is the t- what? Did you say something? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Wake up, wake I'm up, sorry. Bruce. Wake up, Bruce. The, uh, you'll get a report from Amsterdam about the Amsterdam Pinball Open. and This is not Amsterdam, New York, folks. This is Amsterdam, Holland. And you, I will be there. Slam will be there. Signing autographs for free, even too. I don't, I don't charge for the autographs. And uh, <laughs> and then we will get a also the same next weekend, next week's show. We'll also have a show report from Tim Balls himself, Tim Sexton, about the twenty-four hours of the Sanctum. Oh, that's this weekend. That's next. That's this weekend coming up. Yes. And, we will get the show report from him next Thursday. Also, the week after, we will be having our special hidden guest that's been we've been waiting for for one month. I am going to double check with him this week, but I think we're going to have him on for the seventeenth. Can't believe we were able to get Gary Stern. Oh crap! I thought I was on mute. No, god damn you! I had to I had to promise your soul out for it. You had to promise to get two Super Ellie's. Get him <laughs> no, off. No, I had to promise your soul. He, oh, yes. He, the I, devil devours I sold him, my know. soul to Stern. <laughs> yes. But luckily, I got a Super Ellie out of the deal. Whoopee. That's great. <laughs> wow. LCD screen and everything. LCD screen that we still haven't seen of. We still haven't shot. seen any gameplay. Come on. Where's where's the Twitch feed? Where's the Jack Danger like from the factory thing? At least get an idea what it plays like. 
Now, don't forget, we want your comments. We want your criticisms. We want your compliments. We want your ideas because we'll steal them. We'll steal them and give you no credit. It's awesome. Uh, I get credit. I plug everyone. Yes, that's what I've heard about you. <laughs> yes, and uh, we'll, we'll have a good time, and we'll even talk about you. As you've seen today, we gave out four plugs. Yes, four plugs. Four plugs is more plugs than anyone else. Yes. And you'll be world famous in Amsterdam. In Amsterdam, where you'll be playing in the Dutch Open. Yes, and hopefully I see Nate there. That'd be kind of cool. Nate for oh Nate from the Coast to Coast podcast. That'd be really cool to see him there. They'd probably say like, "Oh, you were those guys. You guys suck." Damn. You are you, the English speaking people over there. <laughs> yeah, how's that going to work? Is there enough people speaking English where you be able to get yes. around on what the hell you're doing? Okay. Yes, they actually speak very, very, uh, very. They speak better English than I do. Ah, <laughs> yes, that's not saying much, but okay. All right, everybody. This has been another episode of the Slam Till Podcast, episode uh, seventeen. So insurrection. So all right, number one. All right, number one. So we are on iTunes. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. We are on Facebook. Just search for search for Slam Till Podcast. We are on F- YouTube again. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. You can reach us for comments, as Bruce said. Comments, criticisms, worship at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Woohoo! So thanks, everyone. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Kathy. 